0: hey guys welcome back to fire starters for jesus this is episode nine episode nine is pretty sweet there's only three of us today because aiden had to watch his mommy okay yeah we're gonna have to redo all of that. Revolutionary. <laughs> Revolutionary. Get-
1: all right what's up guys welcome back to episode nine today it's only three of us because um aiden do you want to tell the aiden story Oh, <laughs> what the deal? was.
0: You know what? It's such a bad story that um, <laughs> he deserves to let it be told.
2: Uh, yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> let him explain himself next time. No, we he won't. Comes I'm gonna explain it for him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was ahead. supposed to
0: be here today. And uh, well, he thought it
2: was tomorrow. No, no,
0: I literally saw him today.
2: According to him, he thought it was tomorrow, but
0: Th- that is such cap. I was I was literally walking okay, with him okay. today. Okay,
2: okay. Tell your story. Go ahead.
0: <sighs> okay. Anyway, um. This is what Wolfgang told me, anyway. Um, He called Aiden, and Aiden said he didn't want to leave his mom alone at home. And so,
2: I guess Aiden is just hanging out with his mommy. So,
0: to all the girls out there, if you're seeing
2: this, to all the Uh, girls out there that might be going uh, for Aiden, he's a mama's boy.
1: (laughs)
0: Congrats!
2: You're never gonna beat the mother. So, yeah, I think I'll just go into story time.
1: Uh, Anyone else have a story? Because I've got one that's pretty fun. Go ahead, fun stories from Luke. So, I was in Denver. This is actually like a few. So last week, but I'm gonna tell it now. Um, I was shooting the short film, and so we were in Denver, in a ghetto part of Denver because the it was, like the setting was like kind of like ghetto. We were in like this alleyway shooting it, and there's a bunch of homeless people everywhere. Um, and so me being from Aspen, um, I don't really think that stealing is an actual thing because <laughs> I've never had anything from me stolen. Um, so I just set my camera bag down on the end of the alleyway, and I'm like doing this shot. It's, it's kind of a complex shot. So I'm pretty concentrated. Um, and there's like, once in a while, there's like some people like homeless people passing us. Um, and all of a sudden this dude with a bunch of tattoos and a, like a bandana around his head, um, on a skateboard rolls up and he's like, yo man, here's your camera bag. Um, I saw it next to the dumpster. So I thought it was free game. So I took it. (laughs) Um, and he was like, because he obviously saw us he he said i i went past you guys and you didn't say anything so i thought it was fine to take it um and i was like thanks for giving it back man i wasn't like well obviously i was concentrating wasn't looking at you and seeing if you stole my bag but um i thought that was like cool that he brought it back because like it was obviously on his conscience that he stole something um and so that was pretty cool so maybe god intervened on that one to be like yo, man, you better give that kid his camera stuff back.
2: Um, so that was pretty cool. Shout um, out to
0: Bandana Dude on the skateboard with yeah. lots of tattoos. Thanks,
2: dude. And a stolen camera bag. <laughs> I mean, I always have God in my life every day. Always, I always pray for protection over myself and others and things such as that. But, I mean, as far as, like, a Jesus moment during the week, I mean, I mean, every single second of my life is kind of a Jesus moment just yeah. because of how much I... How much he's involved in it, but um, I mean, yeah, so
0: hey, we all woke up that's that's pretty cool, right? that's a miracle right there um, I could tell the story of me uh, me surviving the big air jump. go ahead, okay, so this is a testimony that happened actually like two years ago or something, but um, it's still my favorite one that I have up to this day um, <clears throat> so it was the last day of skiing um and as last, know, last run, it was the last. Well, yeah, okay, it was the last run of the day, but it was get it pre- getting pretty close to the end of the season, so snow was melting and everything was really slushy. It's and nice. um, as you know, we live in Aspen, so Aspen, uh, Aspen equals X Games, and so I was skiing on Buttermilk. And uh, if you don't know, X Games is where they do really crazy stuff. It's like Um, a
2: freestyle ski competition. You can look it up. It literally will be the first thing that pops up.
0: (laughs) So um, Big Air Money Booter is uh, what I decided to do that day. Um, It was slushy on one side and slick on the other, and I went off, and the slushy side caught my ski, and it flipped me onto my back.
1: Luke is eyewitness to this. (laughs) I see Jonah going off this massive jump, which we've done a few times, but the snow was, I guess, better, and I just did it. I see him going off, and he's, like, in the air for, like, Uh, three seconds at least and he just slowly rotates to his back and like is he doing a (laughs) (laughs) backflip which would be a first for jonah this season but Um, he just (laughs) landed straight on his back off this massive jump like it's probably like a a fifty foot gap. Yeah, it's, Just lands it's, on his back. It's,
0: it's a pretty large one. Um, so I went off of it, <laughs> and it flipped me on my back. And my thought process was like, "Wow, this is gonna hurt, and I'm actually probably gonna get really hurt by this, and I might get paralyzed." Actually, so um, it was it was terrifying. Um, I think that was the scariest moment of my life. I've been like sheltered in this bubble of Aspen, so I've never had been like held at gunpoint or anything. But I was flipped on my back, and I. <laughs> I thought I was, uh, I thought I was going to lose my legs. So when I hit the snow, the only thing I was trying to do was wiggle my toes and I was like, and I couldn't do it. And I was like, Lord, please, like anything but this, I don't want to be like rolled around in a wheelchair for the rest of my life because, uh, anyway, it'd be a good um, excuse for gaming. <laughs> well, I, I would much rather give up gaming for the rest of my life and the use of my legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so I was I was able to move my toes, and then I was I was just happy myself. I pretty much blacked out. I slid down the rest of the hill.
1: I start um, sprinting up the mountain towards them, yep. like Luke as fast and, as I can. Luke ski and boots. Lewis. Ski patrol people in the restaurants are like, yeah, they're like,
0: ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I I guess I blacked out, and then I sit up at the bottom of the hill. And I'm like,
1: wow. He sits up bright as I get there. So I'm going yeah. like <laughs> super far and like exerted all my energy.
0: And, and uh, yeah, Luke and Lewis got mad that I was alive, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then I, I sat up and I walked up and I got my ski. I skied down. The ski patrol was like, uh, are you okay? And I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked me what day it was and uh, what mountain I was skiing on. I got both of those, uh, got two out of two on those questions. And then he was like, Wow. You're, uh, you're pretty lucky. You're not hurt pretty bad.
2: You know, paralyzed or not, sometimes I can't even tell you the day. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you the month sometimes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On a a good day. But yeah, that was, um, that was, uh, that was amazing. I'm very happy
1: that I can still run and walk. That's nice. All All right, well, today's, I guess, subject is, um, money and material wealth, um, and I guess how it can separate from God or like what the Bible says about it.
2: Yeah. And I mean, the kind of way that I wanted to approach this because I kind of was the one to suggest it. Yeah. Um, and I was I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, we talk a lot about how God is good and the things that God can do in your life, but we don't talk about things that may be trying to lead you away from God. And the biggest one of those, I believe, in this world is money. Well, money is like literally the gateway to everything that you can get worldly almost. Yeah. So anything you can get with money, I've come to find. But the issue with money is... Any material thing. Yeah, yeah, any material thing. But like I said, you can't have intangible things with money. For instance, you can... I don't know. I'm not trying to be like... I don't know how to explain it, but I'm not trying to be weird here, but you can buy a person. You can't buy love. You can buy a house. You can't buy a home. You can buy a book. You can't buy knowledge. You can buy any material thing that you want, but the fact is that it's never going to get you um, into heaven, first of all, because it's not material things that will get you into heaven. Yeah. It's, um, it's your spirit. Spiritual things will get you into heaven and knowledgeable things and things such as that. Getting to know God will do that for you. I just, the reason why I wanted to talk about it today was mainly because I don't believe that money and uh, material wealth can necessarily take you there alone. It's almost a hindrance uh, is what it
1: says in the Bible. Should I go ahead and read the story of the rich young ruler? Yeah, go ahead. So this is a story in the Bible where Jesus talks about uh, a rich guy. I mean, I'll just read it. But so, um, as he was setting out on a journey, a man ran up to him and knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Um, Jehovah witnesses. Because like at first glance, it's kind of confusing. Like God saying, Jesus is saying he's not good. Um, And so we can assume two things from this verse. It's either that Jesus is a sinner and he's not good or that Jesus is actually God, that he's one with God and that they're together, which is a super hard concept for humans to understand. But it's saying that God and Jesus and the Holy spirit are Trinity and they're one. Um, and Jehovah Witnesses believe that Jesus is God, God's only begotten son, um, and that his life began in heaven. He is described as God's first creation and the exact representation of God but is believed to be separate, a separate entity, and not part of the Trinity. So that verse just kind of proves that he's part of the Trinity, because if Jesus was not
2: good, then the whole Bible would pretty much be for nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of going off on a tangent, but um, I actually do know a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses back in Florida mostly, and they'll be coming up, and I think we should bring them on sometime, but... uh, I think there's a couple of different things that they differentiate us on us on. I think the number one thing is probably the afterlife. Yeah. I don't think they believe in a hell.
0: They believe in like, um, just a certain amount of people. Yeah. They believe in
2: 144,000 anointed ones. Um, and I think they almost have to do it by works.
0: And that comes way. from, I think a verse in revelation where it talks yeah, yeah, about yeah. 12,000 uh, 12, from, from
1: different each tribes. tribes. <laughs> yeah. But that's a subject. I, didn't I just want to clarify that part of the verse. Cause <clears> it was kind of confusing when I read it. Um, So uh, verse 19, you know the commandments, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony, do not be, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he said to him, teacher, I have kept all these things from my youth. And so back then the Jewish people were super like following these laws was like their top priority. So he probably, I mean, he probably definitely didn't follow all those his whole life, but he tried as hard as he could. Um, Verse 21, looking at him, Jesus showed... "'Showed love to him and said to him, "'One thing you lack, go and sell all your possessions "'and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. "'And come, follow me.' "'But he was deeply dismayed by these words. "'He went away grieving, for he was one who owned much property. "'And Jesus looked around. "'He said to his disciples, "'How hard it will be for those who are wealthy "'to enter the kingdom of God.' "'And the disciples were amazed at his words.' But Jesus responded again and said to them, Children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And they were even more astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? Looking at them, Jesus said, With people it is impossible, but with God all things are possible with God. So this verse is super kind of complicated because he's referring to the eye of a needle, which when we think about it, we're thinking about like a sewing string and a little Mm -hmm. hole in the top um, and fitting a camel through that. (laughs) But what he's actually referring to um, in the first century when Jesus was physically on earth, um, there was, the eye of the needle was a gate in Jerusalem. There's many, there was many gates and they were big gates, but then they had smaller doors, which was called the needle. Mm -hmm. And so they had those. So obviously like intruders couldn't get in and stuff. But what the person would have to do with his camel to fit it through that hole was take all the baggage off the camel and literally just like have the, just the camel with no luggage or anything, squeeze it through there. So that's what he's referring to. So it's possible for the camel to fit through the needle mm-hmm. of the eye, but it's hard. Okay. You have to take the baggage off of the, the animal, which is almost kind of refers to me as like riches yeah, in a way. Too. Worldly so, baggage. So it makes that like um, image way more clear to understand for me at least
2: which I think was pretty cool. That's interesting. I haven't heard it that way yeah. before. <laughs> cuz
1: when you think of the needle and like a candle fitting through it, you pretty much say like that's impossible, but then Jesus goes on to say like with anything with God anything is possible. So rich people can go to heaven. Um and then I can keep going, but is, well, there, is I mean, there anything you want to touch on before um, I keep going?
2: Is it are we still on the the money part cuz yeah. we still haven't even answered the first question that we were going to address which yeah. was uh, can we even have money? Yeah. Um I'll go first on that one. Um, I personally believe that as long as you have obtained your money morally Mm -hmm. and as long as you plan on using it for moral things, uh, that could be godly things or just things that God is okay with, um, I think that you will be okay with having money. I don't think God hates money. I think God hates the love of money. He hates greed, per se, because it is a sin and... That is what makes people do immoral things and sin altogether. Money is a great motivator for sin. Yeah. I mean, Jesus even taught, or God, like in the Bible, talks about
1: Jesus and God wants you to have money. He doesn't want you to be dependent on anything. In 1 Thessalonians 4.9 it says, or 1 Thessalonians 4.11, and to make it um, your ambition to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you so that your daily life may win the respect of the outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. So Jesus wants you to work and work for your money and have a living so you're not a homeless person trying to live off of other people's work, in a way.
0: Um, Yeah, so uh, a really good example of someone who does it really well, I think, is um, there's a guy that goes to his church. I'm not sure if I should mention his name or if he wants his privacy, but um, he's a very wealthy um, oil guy. Um, from Texas, he owns his he owns his own oil company, but um, he is probably the most generous man like you'll ever meet. Like he for Suco, he invites tons and tons of people down to uh, Texas and pays for their flights and um, lets them use his property and his home and stuff. And um, he's he's really like
1: good about sharing his stuff. So Yeah, but like property means like there's dirt bikes and all this kind of stuff and like kids break it and stuff and like, like he just it, lets he them just, use all this like, it's expensive okay, it's equipment.
2: But. Yeah, I mean, I, sorry, I was just thinking about these verses. I think it's uh, Luke 6:20, which talks about um which says that blessed are the poor for they shall inherit the kingdom of God and then four verses later, 6:24, it says that uh Woe, and there's a woe to the rich because they have lived their life on earth comfortably yeah
1: <clears throat> and then i mean just kind of going to what jonah said acts twenty thirty five says and everything i did i showed you by this kind of hard work we must help the weak it's more blessed to give than to receive so that's kind of what he's doing he's he's giving people things because it feels better than receiving and i mean i've experienced that in my life it feels so good to like give people things and be helpful to people rather than it's that feeling
0: if you give someone a present and then they open the present and it's, it's just that look on their face that just makes it, uh, makes it all worth it no matter how much money or yeah, just the reaction to that. It just feels really good sometimes better than receiving something.
2: Yeah. And at James, uh, two 14, starting there goes on for a little bit, starts talking about faith and deeds. And I think that ties into that as well. Yeah. Oh, and then also Jesus says you should pay
1: your taxes. So, that's, he says well, uh,
0: give to Caesar what is Caesar's
1: and yeah. give to the Lord what is the Lord's. So And that's in let me see Oh yes. Matthew twenty two, nineteen to twenty one is tax stuff. And then also Matthew seventeen, twenty seven talks about paying your taxes. Um so don't don't evade your taxes, kids. But pretty much just like giving what belongs to the government to the government and following that authority to a point where you're not disobeying God's laws. Because that's a whole other subject is obeying the government.
2: Yeah, well, Jesus talks like, about obeying the government, but he mainly is only referring to the government implemented by God. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a whole different subject that we could go on, but. oh, And then
1: he also talks about how to kind of almost budget your money. Um, so Luke 14, 28 says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? So there's verses in the Bible where it's talking about like, don't buy things you can't afford um, and then there's also verses of like how to in, like invest well and like
2: yeah I mean Jesus has so many different teachings on not only just mo- like just godly things he also yeah. tells you about jobs and working and money all together yeah. but I guess one conclusion
1: on this subject um, for me at least is like don't set your hope on wealth and money but set it on God because if if money is more important to you do than God then that's the problem um, if God, if money is your God, that's the problem. So like, I guess, I guess the way to figure that out is if you can't part
2: with your money mm-hmm. yeah, and like commit your sh- stuff to God, then money's more important to well, you I than mean, God. I mean, with the rich man, he basically said, sorry, Jesus, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's not something that you should really be doing because like, I mean, it's, it's obvious. Well, I mean, if
0: you get, if if you got asked. To uh, to sell everything you own, would you would you drop everything, Wolfgang?
2: I mean, if it was Jesus telling me to, yes. Okay, well that's fair. But like,
0: <laughs> it says it in, it says it in the Bible, so technically we
2: we should do it. But I don't think no, he we, means not, that not necessarily. Literally.
0: He, he doesn't
1: mean that literally. He meant that to this man. He was doing it as a test. Yeah. Because okay, so money's not a bad thing because like, we can use money to further the kingdom of God. If we use it, money's a tool. You can use it in good ways and you can use it in bad ways, and that's the big struggle for me. Like when just giving money to God or like giving it to charities for God is super hard for me. Like especially 10% like every week.
0: 10% is like a lot. When you look at it, like your paycheck comes in, you're like, and you like put that money aside. You're like,
1: and then there's a whole debate too. When you look at scriptures, like 10% was like the old law for the Jews in a way. They almost paid more like 30% of their income, which is crazy Mm -hmm. to tithing. But it was to support the Levites who was a separate tribe. That was just like, they were just like, um, working in the temple, like doing all the sacrificing and stuff. So they were pretty much paying for their lifestyles and so they could continue their work. Um, so it's not necessarily if 10% is the law and the rule. And if you don't do that, you're sinning. It's more of, if, if you feel bad about giving, don't even give, you have to give with your heart willing to give and be happy to give. And that's the place we have to be at. And the easiest way I found that for me is like actually like using it for almost my own benefit. Like, (laughs) I <laughs> found like buying the cameras and stuff. Like instead of giving money to God, I'll just like buy cameras or like buy gear. And then God's kind of used that. Just like the camera we're recording on right now, He's used that to like <laughs> flip the script and use it for like good things. So it's not uh, like you have to give it to somebody else necessarily. But if you use it to like help other people around you, um, or like just just be nice, just be yeah generous with your money. Yeah, because it is off, God's uh, To build off of what day.
0: you said about like ha- having to uh, to give from the v- the heart there's a verse um i'm not exactly quite sure where it is so that's my bad for not researching it but i heard this i heard this verse it must have been like second grade it's stuck with me ever since it says uh it says something along the lines of a man can give away his whole life all of his money to the poor
1: but if he does it without love it means absolutely nothing
0: yeah and (laughs)
1: um, and there's a story of the um the widow in the bible at the temple she drops in Literally like a penny's worth of money, but that's all she had. And um, there's these rich people behind her dropping in like, you know, thousands worth, thousands, a lot of money. I'm not sure what exactly the currency was back then, but lots of gold and stuff. And Jesus said that lady that gave everything meant more than those like rich people giving in a small portion of what they actually have. And Mm -hmm. not
0: even was it just the amount? but it was the way that they were giving it. They were yeah. like, look at me, I am donating $1,000 or whatever, and you only have a penny. That's pathetic. But this lady gave literally every like every dime in her pocket not to buy food or anything, but she gave it to the Lord. And uh Jesus said that meant more to him than whatever these wealthy dudes threw in there.
1: Yeah. So, I guess invest in eternity because Jesus says, if you know, if you live your life for Jesus, there's rewards in heaven, um, and use it to help others. And that's the best way you can use your money. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, so we were in, uh, cause it's Sunday today. We were in Bible study earlier this morning and, um, talking to our, our youth leader about money. And, um, he said, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually kind I, of I wasn't funny. there. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was the one that suggested it. Yeah. Yeah. We just um, randomly got to that topic too. Well, yeah, I was like, in
2: So that's why I wasn't there this morning. Yeah. Unlike everyone else, I was not watching the second season. Of it was actually dance. it <laughs> was actually
0: uh, just me and Luke this morning.
2: Really, me and okay, Luke and I'm Noah. And everyone else just bailed. I would have showed up if I could. I, yeah. I was across the state. Yeah, we know. <laughs> 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 um,
0: but basically, basically what he said is um, he doesn't he doesn't really worry about it too much. He just he just puts his trust in God. Obviously, that doesn't mean that you just throw everything down and be like and stop working and be lazy and be like oh well god will provide that's that's not what that means at all but um yeah he will martin luther when he was working for someone i think something like that he never he never got paid cuz the dude was like really old <laughs> he never asked for his paycheck <laughs> and um, eventually the dude gave him his paycheck. That's a completely irrelevant story.
2: So if this is cut out... Well, I mean, it's kind of the go. joke about... Um, it's kind of the joke where it's like, oh, the guy who who there's a giant flood, and so he's on the bottom floor, and a jeep comes up, and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm here for you. Like, come on, we're going to get out of here before the flood. And the guy goes, no, 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 God will protect me. Yeah. And then if the first story floods, and all of a sudden... Now there's a boat coming up to the house and under the second story window. And the guy, go, uh, the guy on the boat goes, hey, come on, we got to go. Like, this is about to get even worse. The guy goes, no, 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 God will protect me. And then it goes up again. Now he's standing on the roof and there's a helicopter bringing a ladder down. They're going, come on, get in the helicopter. We got to go. It's going to get worse and you're going to drown. The guy goes, no, 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 God will provide for me. And then the guy drowns and he goes to heaven and God's let, uh, he says to God, he goes, why didn't you protect me? And God goes, what do you mean? I sent you a car, a boat, and a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not have uh, used that? What else do you a floating bubble?
1: Oh, and I also wanted to bring this up. Like, So me and my brother are uncle. Yeah. Uncle, um, <laughs> so he has... <laughs> yes, Luke. What's our relation?
0: <laughs> he's married to our aunt. He's our uncle.
1: Yeah. Okay. So he's got this really bad heart thing. It's not working anymore. And he's pretty much on the cusp of death right now as we speak. And he's a believer in Christ. So if he dies... I'm honestly not sad about it. That sounds terrible to say. Like, I'll, I'll be sad that I can't hang out with him on Earth anymore. But you, I know I'm going to see him again. You'll be reassured yeah. that
2: he's in yeah, good hands. Him.
1: The only really sad thing is his wife pretty much needs him because they're, like, super... I mean, they need each other. I think so, they're, like,
2: the definition
0: of, like, soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I love this guy. He taught me how to ride a bike and stuff like that, so... Yeah.
1: But his heart's not working right now. His heart is... Uh, and he's, he's in a coma. Yeah. Um, so... If you guys could pray for him, that would be great. Um we'll find out if he lives or dies I think in like 30 hours or something.
0: Yep. He had like uh 48 hours and then they're going to take him off life support.
1: So. So
0: his name is uh Baot, by the way. So if you want to if you want to pray for my uncle, that uh that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, sometimes God doesn't save everyone. There's sometimes a purpose for you to go home so. to heaven. Although it could su- be super hard to understand, but
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: should we get into Q and A? Because there's a lot of Q and A. Yeah, we'll do that. Let's now. do Q and A. So, I guess first question we have is, "What's your most embarrassing church story?" Uh, <sighs> I, I don't have one. I don't either. I don't. Church is not really a place where you get embarrassed too often. I guess. Um, hmm. I was once at a
0: church camp. And, um, they were in the middle of prayer and some dude next to me like randomly yells what time we were leaving and <laughs> it was really funny. Um, but other than that, I don't really have an embarrassing church story.
2: Okay. So do you guys want to do a little bit of Q and A?
1: Yeah. It was, I mean, that was fun. We were sitting in a circle praying and someone just <laughs> it was, <laughs> was so a funny, big fart.
0: But, okay. Yeah. That, that okay. was, that was you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Number...
1: We got uh, Kathleen Smith. Um, Please make merch. We're working on it. Next episode, we we should probably have some merch out. Um, Do you guys consider yourselves to have gospel friendships with each other? If so, how do you build each other up in Christ? Have you ever had any rocky moments in your friendship? Uh I
0: hated this okay, guy for shoot. like two years, oh God, it was a year,
1: but it was <laughs> yeah oh, let's let's go to this in order <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so do first you guys consider yourselves to have gospel
2: friendships with each other? I'm not even sure what that means. Do you mean like do we kind of... look at do, us I think I think that's a yes <laughs> do, do we build each other up in Christ? Yeah, I think we encourage each other all to do better, yeah. and we always try to pull each other back onto the boat if somebody's fallen out of it, but yeah. I mean, as far as like, oh, we should all read the Bible right now. That doesn't happen often in all honesty. We mostly keep to ourselves mostly because that's what, I mean, isn't that what God wants is you're supposed to get into a closet and be with him alone. Yeah. Well, he has, I mean, there's there's also, also says like two or, too. where
0: two or more are gathered, like he's there, but like. There's different moments. for I, I mean, honestly. there's there's never a time where we're just like, you know, all hanging out and we're like, all right, guys, let's, let's whip out our Bibles and.
2: I mean, me and Jocelyn used to do this online Zoom worship night okay, when well, COVID was going on. <laughs> well, but Matthew and Lewis Next were there. Next question. And, well, no, we got, well, we got more parts the of friendship. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that I mean, Matthew and Lewis were both there for a while. So it was it was beneficial. Yeah.
0: And then we always have Bible study at uh, Sunday mornings and yeah. campaigners hopefully again this year.
2: So have you had any rocky moments in your friendship? So, um, way back when, about around 2019, I was, uh, very, very cocky. I, I really had a big ego and, um, Jonah didn't like that very much and no one did. actually. (laughs) And it took me so long to catch on to the fact they didn't like me. And then eventually they just wouldn't hang out with me anymore. And I could never figure out why, but, um, after a while, we ended up fixing that. Um, I mean, I don't know. We're, we're good now, but back then, we will yeah, fix was, the problem. Yeah, what Did Minecraft? You just change? Oh. <laughs> we all started playing Minecraft uh together. Thank God
0: for video games,
2: guys. <laughs> and um that kind of got us all together, but yeah, Matthew was kind of the one that stuck through with me on that through all the entire time. Yep. I yeah. Uh I uh,
0: I will never I, – I, ge- I give Matthew complete credit. I uh, I 100% bailed from the Wolfgang boat.
2: Yeah, Matthew kind of uh, was uh, was the glue, per se, for all of us. Pretty much. To hold us back together. I, I used to
1: hang out with, like, Matthew and Lewis like, all the time. And then I just stopped because I was like, all we're doing is sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> I'm trying to tell him that like, – we always talked about, like,
0: okay, I hated that stage stuff. too.
1: Um, and then, like, I was trying to tell them it was wrong, and then you guys would just laugh at me, and I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> <leaving."> <laughs> so it just dipped for a while. Luckily, um, we're
2: through that for the most
1: part. And now, I can like, since like I, we like kept going to like, I mean, Bible studying stuff together, and like, I still hung out with them once in a while and like skied with them, but like, not all the time, and I started realizing that they were. Growing more mature in a way, I guess. Like I was as well, but like just realizing that they actually were trying to live their life for the Lord, and that's when I guess we started the podcast almost.
0: Yeah, Lewis and Matthew's freshman year was a was a rough year for me too, because I was left behind in middle school. I'm the youngest, so I was uh, I was left behind with middle school, and I got replaced by my brother. Um, and that that really sucked.
2: Um, I hated that year. Um, but. Yeah, yeah, then the next year was not my year, so <laughs> <laughs> look at us now. We're we're all yeah. good now. I'm actually really
1: happy with how things turned out. Um so next question is from Juliet M. Who is one person you think God has put into your life for a reason?
0: Kyle and Chris Henderson.
1: Um you wanna ex- expand on that or
0: Um Chris Henderson brought me through middle school and actually earlier than that. Um He's
1: gonna be on the next episode, by the way. So oh,
0: he stay is? tuned for that, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Sweet. I wanna be on that one. I love it's tomorrow. Chris tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, we're going to
2: record it tomorrow cuz um, I'm going to be gone. But
0: yeah, Chris is uh Chris brought me through pretty much my entire he's, he's been there for the entire uh the entire career and then uh Kyle in <laughs> uh, my Jesus career and then uh Kyle was there for that too. Both major major parts in uh Influence. in my journey.
2: Yeah. Um people that I think God put in my life, um definitely Matthew Matthew was definitely the, one, <laughs> one, the biggest. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a Matthew. Because, yeah, I mean, I wish he could have been here tonight, but he unfortunately wasn't. Um But yeah, Matthew was kind of the one that brought me to Christ, and I'll go more in depth with that based testimony, on when yeah. when I do on my testimony. But um, and then another one I think is probably Jocelyn because uh, well, just how everything turned played out. It's it's a really long story, but yeah, it's definitely something we'll have around the podcast at some point as well.
0: Um, actually, yeah, I think, I think my entire friend group, I thank God, uh, pretty much every day for the friend group I have and
1: yeah, the faith that we all share. I think for me, it's my parents because like, I would not be where I am without my parents. Like I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be as successful like in, in the stuff I work on or like just in my faith for sure. Like we were home, my mom homeschooled us. So like, she's a huge part of our lives and like, she's ingrained so much knowledge and I guess wisdom um just like spirit wise (laughs) her teaching math is not a fun thing to see
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we resorted to the online um but yeah but as far as her
1: teaching us like actual life lessons that actually matter she like my mom and dad have been a huge part
0: yeah um, i agree with luke Uh, when i was younger i was like i hate my parents so much (laughs) they're so awful they treat me so badly but no now that I'm uh, a little bit older, I, I realize it was all for good. They're going to totally
1: just hang this over us when oh my god. the podcast. Yep, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't hear that, by the way, Mom and Dad.
1: Okay, um, next
2: question. Should we answer this one with Chris, or should we... Um, let's, let's do it now. I'm ready to do it, yeah. Do you want to read the question? Um, can you explain the crown in heaven, please, as well? This is a two-parter, by the way. As well as, do you think having nightmares or lustful dreams are a sin and... The devil, which I think means related <laughs> Just to the, the devil, bro. From, from the devil. <laughs> yeah, oh, this I is, think is by J.J. J. J. Pollock, by the way.
0: I am, yeah. I'm really not sure what that first part means. Okay, the so. Crown in
1: heaven? Yeah, I do not know either. So I looked it up, and this is the definition of it. Um, the crown of life is referred to in James 1.12 and Revelation 2.10. It is bestowed upon those who persevere under trials. Jesus refer- references the, this crown when he tells the church in Samaria to not be afraid of what you are about to suffer be faithful even to the point of death and i will give you the crown of life so this is pretty much saying if you if you believe in me you'll have eternal life because if you really believe in jesus you will die for jesus so you'll get the crown (laughs) i kind of think (laughs) of it
2: as a a reward yeah um for when you uh i wonder if it's
1: more of a symbolic thing or if it's actually a crown Mm -hmm. I like mean, when you maybe walk when you around
0: in to heaven, heaven you, you got like, you got the crown on. You're like, ha loser. You don't have crown. I don't know if oh, so. like, the crown. Wouldn't
2: everyone in heaven have a crown, crown though? Yeah. I don't think you'd have a crown if you called people losers. <laughs> 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 See,
0: I'm going to be one of those losers <laughs> uh, without the crown.
2: Okay. Uh, Henceforth, there is laid up
1: for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge shall give me at the, at that day. And not only me but unto all them also who love his a- appearing. So anyone who enjoys Jesus showing up, coming back, getting the crown. That's 2 Timothy 4.8. At least that's yes. how I see it. Um, never heard of the crown before, so it was pretty cool. Thanks for the question.
2: Yeah, I thought I read something about it in 2 Corinthians, but it must have been something else. Um, and then the second part is, yeah, second is part lustful dreams, well, sin. So I decided to go back on the history of this because I, I have read about it a lot. And so you guys know who Lilith is, I assume. Lilith. Lilith was at uh Eve, yeah. Adam's first wife. Because Eve was his second one. And Wait, what? You didn't know that Adam had an oh, oh, there was, You mean there Eve was, was his
0: first one? There was no other wife before Eve, bro. Eve is literally the first woman ever created. Lilith? I've
2: never heard of Lilith. Okay, so <laughs> Okay, history <yesterday> lesson. <laughs> okay, pull up, pull
0: up pull pull up the biblical <laughs> references, uh,
2: references. What is what uh Genesis one twenty seventh.
0: Yeah, look, it says seven hundred A D to a thousand AD, my guy.
2: There was like a zero A D. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> zero A D. Right, let's research just, this right now. I don't,
0: the beginning of time, yeah. Yeah, I know. How do you spell it? L I um,
2: Lilith? Yeah. L-I-L-I-T-H. Do you want me to give the lesson while we're going? Yeah. yeah. Like
1: yeah. my Bible app literally doesn't pull up a reference of Lilith.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's not in the Bible, but this is just So it's not <laughs> biblical. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there are different. different Alright, go ahead. Let's well, we'll like, see. We'll see where this goes. The Book of Enoch is not like In considered the biblical, yeah. but it's still accepted by many Christians. Um, but anyway, so Lilith was re- reportedly made from the same clay as Adam, which means that he was she was made at the same time. But like Eve was, I guess, deceived by Satan, and um, she ended up going to hell, and I guess becoming the uh, birth mother for a lot of demons and these demons were known as incubus and succubus and the incubi and the succubi you guys are like My mind <laughs> being you know, right now. So the incubi and the succubi are lust demons basically um, the incubi rapes women in their sleep and the succubi rape men in their sleep and so if you're having a dream where you are having sex with somebody it is most likely an incubi or a succubi raping you so in fault, pretty much and I mean <laughs> It, there's a lot more in depth with Lilith, but that's kind of her main backstory. Okay, but where where does where does, does so, the
1: story of Lilith come from I'm actually really I'm, curious those books in the Bible or like yeah. books that were written for the Bible in a way that aren't in the Bible because
2: I haven't looked into it enough in all there's honestly. no yeah. way that he had Guys, a wife don't before don't
1: Eve. accept this as truth as of
2: now we're still researching this yeah, but we haven't this is, researched yeah. this entirely. But um, as far as what I've researched... Yeah,
0: disclaimer, I have no idea what Wolfgang's (laughs) talking about. So anyway,
2: yeah, Lilith um, gave birth to these demons. And so, yeah, in your dreams, if you do end up having sex with one of them, it is supposed to be considered a sin which is kind of weird because you have mm. basically no control there
0: is this. there's no way that's a sin because you have no control well yeah well, so I mean,
2: our flesh automatically sins without our control well okay yeah, it's I mean, a
0: sin that you really can't do much yeah
2: about. I know but so what you're supposed to do when it happens is you're supposed to I guess repent it rebuke it and um disregard it I guess per se say that that wasn't you and it wasn't your heart doing that mm-hmm. and that it was unconsensual because, um, yeah, I mean, if you guys don't know about the incubi and the succubi, they're, you, you gotta look more into it. It's kind of a crazy thing. Yeah. I only found out about it a couple of months ago and I've been researching it since. Another thing I remember Matthew saying on a, on an episode before is he prays for dreams that are good.
1: So just pray to God that you have dreams he wants you to have and not, I guess, just dreams where
2: your mind randomly wanders off to those places. Well, I've had dreams for like a week straight mm-hmm. where they would be all bad yeah. things like that. That's why you got to pray for good dreams. Bro. I know. Even <laughs> after some Jesus prayer, power. it it would uh, well, it would constantly shift back and forth. But yeah. So yeah, I guess it is a sin, but literally we're sinning every second subconsciously. Oh, yeah. Just just repent it and say that it wasn't. It's not something that you believe. Because some people actually enjoy it when things like that happen. They're like, gosh, that was a great dream. Yeah, <laughs> move on. Especially if they know the person and have feelings for them. But yeah. even if it is like your girlfriend or something at the time, it still could be a demon just taking their form.
0: Um, and, yeah, I think uh, dreams is also another place
1: where there's a lot of room for
0: influence,
2: both, uh, both good and bad. There's
0: obviously
1: good and bad dreams. Yeah, I mean, just w- so, make sure you, like, what your eye, like, there's a verse in the Bible where it says, like, beware of what your ears hear and your eyes see.
0: Guard your heart, guard your mind, and guard your eyes. Yeah,
1: which is a hard thing to do, but that's probably the easiest way to stop so, having, I guess, v- images in your head like that.
0: Um, um, but the, I, I I, would say don't beat yourself up over it, because there's really nothing you can do about it, um, except for prayer and um, praying that you just don't have them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's actually a second part to this second part question. Um,
1: is it also if God? Is yeah. Sin?
2: Also, if God is so forgiving and died for our sins, and we all sin every day, then what makes or breaks the ones who go to heaven for sinning as a Christian? This this is confusing because I feel like this Kinda, isn't an actual question. I want to give this. I want to give this a short answer. Um, that's not up for us to decide. Yeah. We, we can't. There's no way for us to know. We, have, we don't have that understanding, and that's just kind of what I'm going to stick by. So the
1: thing that make, like breaks or makes you go to heaven in this certain question is, if you believe in God, you go to heaven. If you don't, you don't. Well, I mean, you can well, just if rebu- it's, you rebuke God. If he, you it's,
0: go it's not if you believe in God. It's if you accept him.
2: Yeah, true. I mean, there's still things, like you could say that you accept Jesus and all that, but if you're not showing it, then a lot of the times you can still go to hell
1: yeah i mean that's up to god he knows your heart um so it's really just if you actually believe in jesus and love jesus then you'll go to heaven and god knows that and if not you don't go to heaven that's how simple it is really yeah the basic term um polly asks what podcast books songs etc. do you all recommend that help you you're grown in spirituality and not hinder you from
2: your relationship with god okay so what's your guys's favorite uh worship song per se not not worship song but it just a song about god could be any song um, could even be a rap song if you wanted to yeah, I,
1: I got a I few it's called hallelujah
2: um by uh <laughs> just don't even hold on hold on i
0: listen to this song every night i don't know. no it's called gratitude by
1: that's Brandon the thing with Lake. me i don't know who wrote the song or what it's called cuz i just play on spotify and it plays me the <laughs> song
0: <laughs> yeah i i have a very long um i call it my jesus music playlist And I put that on shuffle before I go to sleep or any time I feel, you know, like something wrong or whatever. And I'll just listen to that. And it
2: usually really helps me. But my favorite is Gratitude by Brandon Lake. My favorite is, um, believe it or not, it's a country song. And it's called Why Me. And I like the version by Josh Turner and and Chris Christofferson. But the original ones just by Chris Christopherson.
1: We should make a playlist with our favorite Christian songs <laughs> on Spotify. Uh, but sure. mine
2: right now, currently,
1: I think is Oh Lord" by NF, um, and then also Church Clap is always a pop. <laughs> 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 it's
0: so funny. NF is uh if 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 you want to listen to rap, NF is actually a really good rapper. That um, he's I guess he's a Christian rapper, but he's
1: he. Uh, he That's pop. always the thing, though, when you have to assume they're probably Christian. No,
0: he, he doesn't classify him as that because then you get lower on the charts. But if you listen to his music, he's actually pretty obvious. Yeah.
1: He's, he's a really good guy.
2: Okay. And, what, uh, what books do we use to the go Bible? The Bible. No. This one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. So the Bible should always be your main source because there's so many people like literally every one of us has some sort of false doctrine that we believe. Yeah. And we just don't know it. So preachers and people writing these other books about the Bible. There's like small things that aren't true. So like, always have the Bible as your main source that you go to for truth, but books like pagan Christianity was really eye opening for me, where it kind of talks about how, how our faith and how our, <laughs> this religion came to come to um, where it is now and how many like pagan things we have within our religion. So say, and like all different denominations and stuff, but that book was really helpful. Like the history of Christianity almost. Um, and that's some of the stuff, that Christians do and some some like parts of the church are set up are like heathen. <laughs> um so that's a good book to read but definitely take it with a grain of salt. Um take everything besides the Bible with a grain of salt um and just check it in the Bible, make sure it's actually the
2: truth. My personal favorite outside of the Bible is this one called Power Prayers, Warfare that Works and it's by uh, Sheila Zelinsky and Carla Butaud and um this is what it looks like. Power prayers. Yeah, so basically, it has any everything from like travel to curses. That's actually how I found out about what incubus you mean by curses. Like there are things such as the curse of the bastard, curse of the firstborn. More things that you guys need to research. <laughs> 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 this is actually how I figured out about incubus and or found out about incubus and succubus. This is what got me to research it. I've nice. also wanted to get more into uh, reading books about or like outside of the Bible that kind of got rejected. by yeah, so. like Enoch and yeah, stuff. like Enoch and the book of philip there's actually the book of judas that i want to yeah. purchase to look at that one just to see how it how it uh says or sorry what it says and how it talks about jesus and that journey yeah, there's so many good books like even just like storybooks like
1: what what's the the one where he's like walking to the city with all the baggage Oh, the Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah, that is there's uh, books like that. That's,
0: I mean, if you look at those stories, like the really good ones, like Pilgrim's Progress or C.S.
1: Lewis, Blind *The Witch in the Wardrobe*, they're all biblical. Like his yeah. inspirations from the Bible and how all those stories are formed you know, is really like cool. Aslan
0: to... is Jesus, and when he goes on the stone table and it breaks, it's like the veil tearing on the cross. It's,
1: it's really cool. There's so like many it. Bible references that you have to yeah. like research into, um, and yeah, there's so many good books out there. But I don't read it too often, so I just use mm-hmm. Audible. <laughs> um
2: okay yeah i think hey, we answered that one right yeah, like, yeah did yeah. you talk about your like podcasts uh well I listen to our podcast i don't listen to podcasts outside of ours but i do listen to some sermons mostly by i think it's church life worship mm-hmm. with uh craig grochelle and people such as that um so anyway yeah do you listen to anything as Jonah? far as christian podcasts
1: just talking um they're kind of like a little older than us, but they, they got some cool stuff. Um, and then the Bible project, um, uh, like I said, like some people's theology is a little little twisted, but they have super cool insight on Hebrew and what it like translates to in English. And like, like they go really in depth into what the Bible actually says um, and what we should interpret it as, um, which is really cool. And they have like crazy good animation on the YouTube channel. That's cool. But, um,
2: okay, so um, next one. Is there, or Jonah? Here, you can read this one. It's that one right there. Is
0: there? A, is there a time that you can remember when, uh, when you know you got someone hooked on Christianity, or do you remember the moment that you knew you were
2: hooked? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this was kind of my hooking point. Was, um, and I'll go over this more in depth with my testimony. But basically, um, I used to be consumed by lust. And I used to just want girl after girl. And I told Matthew, because inevitably he was the one that brought me there. But, um, so, yeah, girl after girl. And I said, the only way that I can uh, that I can fill this hole was by using more and more women. And I said, I have no, no way to get out of this. And I said to him, um, how do I fix this? And he said, well, the only thing that I can suggest to you right now is Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, well, screw it. I'll try it. I'll do anything. The Jesus pill. Yeah, and I mean, but I've... I personally, I don't think I've hooked anyone on Christianity. I, I've wanted to for a long time. You probably have at this point on the podcast. It's possible, but I, I don't know yet. I mean, if if I've hooked you, please let me know. It'll make me feel a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think
1: I've. This is a sad answer. I haven't hooked. I don't think I've hooked anybody on Christianity. Maybe I've inspired people
2: that I just don't know. Um, See, Matthew has a gift for that because not only is he. Done it with me. He's done it with multiple people from his friends from Denver and things like that. Pretty much his entire guy friend group. here <laughs> he was, just so. convert. <laughs> Shout out uh, Matthew was, for being. It was so weird because he was telling was me about awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah. Just so. in general, maybe Matthew, we, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> he, speaking of which, he's hanging out with one of them tonight. Anyway, I just. He's probably baptizing. Okay. You well, bathtub. you know, maybe <laughs> I
0: don't miss you as much, Matthew, because you ditched us for your other friends.
2: He, um, I think he just has that gift, and we don't. So I mean, maybe I mean we, we're kind of doing it right now, just can, in a different way, not personally, which is harder. Okay,
1: but he's a lot better yeah. at it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Matthew. Um, Natalie um, is asking, wanted to say love the podcast, but also, do you guys have any favorite ways to journal and or keep
2: notes throughout your walk with Christ? The notes app on your iPhone. Yes. Um, favorite ways to journal. I, what I do is I kind of just read until I find a verse that stands out to me. And yeah. then I write down how that impacts my personal life. But um, For me, I write down some stuff when I feel like doing it.
1: But really what you should concentrate on doing is when you read something in the Bible, don't just write it down and be like, cool, I'm a Christian. Actually apply it to your life and believe it and follow it and keep it in your heart. and like, I'm terrible at this, but memorize it in a way. <laughs> Like you don't have to memorize word for word what the verse is. Just memorize what it just do the action that it's talking about and implement that in your life. That's the most important thing. Is don't don't just write it down so you can read it later. Actually do the thing is the harder yeah, part just, and the thing it's
2: actually wanting you to do. Don't read and forget, actually yeah. practice.
0: I think like a good example is that it's like when you're laying in your bed. And you like see a cooking TikTok or something and you'll save it and you're like, oh, I'm
1: going to do that later. And you just (laughs) never do it. I have never looked at my saved TikTok sound thing. Well, maybe. (laughs) But like I haven't never like gone far down. Yeah. I've
2: never been like, ooh. Okay, Luke, how do you pronounce this next name? Yeah, I was looking at that and I was, uh, Mavoyi was struggling. M-V-U-Y-I asks. <laughs> With Mavoyi. If you're
0: from a foreign country and we're butchering your name and insulting your culture, I do sincerely
2: apologize. 4%, <laughs> 4% of our Instagram followers are actually from South Africa. That's yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> we only have three quarters of our audience actually being from the United States. Shout and out it, to the... Uh, so the then France it also comes Australians like and <laughs> UK and I think Fran- yeah, France is another one. Cause we can't had wait till go. we see like Afghanistan on there or oh like gosh. Russia or China. The, oh wait, that's a good thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Um, if is, North Korea
0: ever pops up there, I will be I will be so astonished. Hyped. Who has Wi
2: Fi? Just one IP address in North Korea has Wi Fi. Okay, <laughs> Kim Jong Un himself is watching.
0: What's up, Kim? We is, convert Kim okay. to.
2: Okay, like, well, how legendary would that okay, be? I'm, I'm going to read this question now. Is belonging to a church necessary to be a quote true follower of Jesus? I don't think so. Absolutely not. Um, I think the church
1: okay. be part of a community. It's a good, but thing. not a church.
0: The church isn't. The church isn't a building. The church is the group of people in the building, um,
1: or out of the building. Or out
0: if of you building. don't have a building. If there's a church and there's no one in it, it's just a building. Yeah. Um, it's
1: the people inside that really, really make it the church. The body of Christ is the church. So, like Paul talks about this a lot. But we're the body of Christ. We all have different skills and different gifts, spiritual or physical. Um, we all need each other, and we all help each other build each other up. For like my mom, for instance, she she doesn't go to church. She used to. She like brought my dad to church and everything, but I don't know. I don't know not why. Not just because
0: her. she's not a Christian anymore. She just doesn't like big gatherings of people.
1: Yeah. So, but she um, like studies the Bible all the time, and um, uh, and has she speaks and tongues studies.
0: very, very fluently. Um, it's kind of terrifying sometimes when I'm when I have a little cold. She's over there and she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, mom. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really cool.
2: I don't think you need like. I mean, it's a lot better to have a group of people, a community. That can help you out and encourage you to because i think that's that's what kind of kick-started me was a community to encourage me and i think that definitely helps spread the word of god but as far as if you just want to be alone and as long as you're keeping with yourself to jesus and not just being a lukewarm christian and whatnot i think it's okay if you want to um just keep it to yourself I- it's yeah. always better to reach out, but I think I don't think it's like a sin to not want to associate with people outside of your own household or whatnot.
0: Yeah. Another really, uh, really good thing or a really helpful thing that I find um, really beneficial of the body of Christ is um, not only like like tell each other truths, but also to check each other. You know, if you're doing yeah. something wrong and you don't see
1: it, have have the other person you know
0: step in and. Check it for you you know yeah. point point out the
1: wrongs confession in a way in the Catholic Church is it's flawed, but confession to other believers is really important so they can help you and pray for you um and the what the re- reason it's flawed I guess in um, Catholicism is you're pretty much telling the priest because you can't tell God yourself and he tells God um, but you can talk straight to God and you can talk straight to your your peers and your fellow believers. Um, about your problems and your shortcomings, and so they can help you.
0: But it also doesn't even need to be your peers; just uh,
1: talk to the man himself.
2: Yeah. Cool verses from the audience. We should have a little jingle for this one, but
0: um, boom boom find boom. something for us.
2: By the way, I McDonald's okay. This card. is another tangent, but I did find the person that was producing the music for our intro. So I'm I trying saw that to, email. Yeah, I'm trying to get them to let us monetize it right now. So we'll see.
1: Deeb's one thousand. Just watch the podcast. Another great job. Love how you guys love Jesus and are not afraid to, of telling others about Him. If we understand God, He would not be God. Go read Isaiah fifty-five, eight and
2: nine. All right. Very good comment. Um, I'm almost there. Cannot
1: fully gang. understand pull, God. pull that
0: verse up, my boy. Fifty-five. What now? Uh, Eight and
2: nine. Okay. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, and so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we can try to understand God as much as we want, but we're never
1: fully going to comprehend him until we're with him in heaven, I think.
2: That's kind of why I responded to that one question like I did. I said, that's that's not up to us. We're never going to be able to understand why he does what we do. Or he does. I hope when we get to heaven there's like a movie theater almost kind of thing, or like a VR
1: thing where it just goes through the whole history of I the I mean earth. we have unlimited time, so I wanna I wanna see
0: everything.
2: <laughs> just every person's just life. imagine
0: just every person's POV just
2: <laughs> just recorded <laughs> just for. Just eternity. Go through, go through I mean, that would only take what, like a couple <laughs> weeks in heaven. <laughs> there's a thousand to one a thousand yeah, years time to one day. Just, I mean it would just be infinite.
1: So yeah, I time don't know. doesn't we matter. Have,
2: we have plenty of time. Yeah, that is true. So. Okay. Oh wait. Oh, I we had the, the, <laughs> <ran> the <out. laughs> We had the verses written down. But it's okay. It's always good to open the book. Uh, you want to read the next one from Nick Donald's 44? Yeah, Jonah, you can go ahead and read the very last. Hey, Nick Donald's anymore. 44. Mm.
0: As the heavens are higher than the earth. a bible that's falling up. A- okay. A bible that's falling apart usually belongs to someone who's not. That is a um, great quote that is a that is a very uh, good quote. you guys should see my dad's bible um his old his, one his it was, old it was bible. too
1: destroyed to be
2: usable so you you know i i use this like almost every single day I can and it won't it <laughs> drag won't die. it behind
0: your car <laughs>
2: that's what I'm getting suggestions <laughs> for break it, cast it into the fire, and take it out quickly. I mean if and you like, keep using it till you die it should it should that's get more sure. I mean, I don't know. I am kind of a
0: something that's really cool. I don't know if you guys see this a lot, but like in fires when bibles survive like are Yeah, I know, I've seen that, that. Yeah, that's pretty sick.
1: Yeah, or like when some dictator tries to wipe out religion or Christianity from a country,
2: it always it always thrives, prevails. Um so if you guys have any good quotes, please uh DM us. Yeah, so that way and we And there's can put there's it a on. lot more actually. I just haven't taken them off TikTok. I know, I know, but for instance, we might put some of them on merch or whatnot. Yeah. Just so that way you can walk around with um well, we're not gonna like credit you, no offense. <laughs> Nick <Donald's> <laughs> 40 <laughs> 40 uh, 40 uh, Bible that's
0: falling apart usually belongs to someone who's not Nick
2: Donald's 40 <laughs> 40. <laughs> But it will it will be cool because then you can go ahead and say, I made this and we'll we'll try to use good artwork so that way it can look yeah. good. Luke actually made some really cool artwork so far. What There'll I've be seen. much to come, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Merch merch will be fun. So some of the works,
0: folks. I have no part in it, so I'm just going to say it's in the works.
1: <laughs> I want to also pitch you guys an idea. We'll probably not use this in the podcast, but I'm thinking, like, we should make some documentaries. Documentaries. Yes. First documentary is on King <sighs> and his testimony. Ooh. So we make, like, a super high-quality, in-depth, like, I don't know, probably, like, 20 to 30-minute documentary.
2: Like I said, I, I said I accepted Christ in about November of, uh, of last year, yeah. but... Start I said playing, that I only I classified it when I actually listened to God, which was around August of last year.
1: So how many days is that? How many days? Yeah, let's calculate days. It's almost a year. So like I think August it was, 7th. The title of the documentary day. is Atheist to Christian. I don't know, we could do Evangelist almost at this uh, point. Yeah, You're still Evangelist not, in 365 I'm, days.
2: I'm not self-proclaiming anything, so it's up to you. August 7th was, so six days from now, was kind of the day. Yeah. And that was the day where I, uh, I listened to God when he told me that he had something better for me. So I broke up with my girlfriend when I really, really, really didn't want to RIP, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, with that, if we're keeping, that, in, I hope you enjoyed we're the not.
1: podcast. Um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Stay tuned for that one. It's going to be a good one. And, uh, keep sending your questions on Instagram, email, um, wherever, and we'll answer those. Um, go.
2: Give us some reviews on Apple Podcasts. That'd be greatly appreciated. We need some more emails. We've only gotten one so far. And that was the really long one from last episode. Um, If you're feeling
1: cool, send me an email. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we'll see you guys in the next episode.
2: Goodbye.